Hello, hello, hello. Thank you all. I know it's been a long, 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 long time. (laughs) I have been busting my tail. I have been grinding. I have been keeping my head right where it needs to be at to make my next steps much more prominent. And so... I have been really busy, and I hope you all can forgive me that I haven't recorded in quite a while. I was supposed to record a couple weeks ago, but it didn't work out, so I'm going to give you guys two recordings, um, podcast videos, if you will, to listen to and be a part of as well, so you can have the opportunity to... Um, double down on some more greatness, if you will, of uh, experience and uh, the universe's was well teachings for me that I hope will lead you onto your pathway. I have um, had quite a journey these past couple weeks, what maybe even a month or so, and I think it's been a bit of a spending uh, and so I'm striving and you know it's, it's part of the process of growing and maturing and just getting where we're supposed to go and I believe that's for everyone and every now and again you know you get off track with other things and things have to be done a certain type of way so we'll just work it out the way we can and, and um, keep striving for the best and The last recording um, podcast we had, we were on a topic of um, the premise of loving yourself and being who you are, being true to who you are. Um, And a good question would probably be, how do we know who we are? Or how do you get there? Or how do you know who you are? Dividing that, discerning that for yourself is not always easy if you're consistently being quote-unquote programmed by your circumstance programming. Everything is a program. The universe is in itself a holographic um, formulation of intelligences brought on by the creator who is dividing the world to be in existence. And I don't like to put it that way because it sounds so dreary and not so um, heartfelt. So in essence, that is um, part of the view of how things tend to be. But if you honestly consider the um, altruistic view, it is out of love that we were made and that we're here for. And anyone can say anything different, that's their perspective. But I've always chosen and known to believe that the creator is in love with his creation or her creation, however you like it. And that's what permeates through to me whenever I engage with the creator on anything. And that's what I believe should um, be relevant to our existence and uh, how we engage with, with each other and the world around us and how we do our due diligence and live our best life and in any given capacity we can 
you know, look at it in the best way, and some people may look at it in the worst way. And your outlook tends to be the way you feel and act and think and do things. So I'm on the up end. I try to keep that on the up end as best I can and get things in the right perspective and order. And I hope you do the same thing. So how do we get to where we want to be at in our world of um, tumultuous energies and just just incapacitative uh, frequency that, you know, passes by every single day that we just wish we didn't have to deal with and sometimes you just have to deal with because it's just part of the day and you just want to go on about your way and not have to deal with those other things that seem to be so, just so bothersome and not what you want to deal with on a regular basis and looking at ourselves and what we need to do next for ourselves is much more important than dwelling on the boo-hoos and the ha-has or whatever you want to call it. So let's get into, um, you know, the path of perfecting oneself. And that takes time, that takes effort and diligence, and we're getting on that pathway for most of us because we're not giving up and cheers to that because giving up is the worst thing we could do with that being said um, the pathway to oneself and how do we know who we truly are and what's not us and what is us so I may mention before I believe in my first or second podcast I for myself as transgender and for me that has been the most interesting <laughs> the most interesting um, experience of um, you know realizing who you are and having to um, be at peace with that um, not even just be at peace with that because it sounds like Oh, woe is me. Well, in any case, um, but be um, be in line with that. Being be in line with who you are, because um, labels aren't everything, and labels don't mean that um, the world can understand um, everything the way that it should be, but. At least it gives a, a good denotation of how they can understand certain things. And in my journey, I had a lot of different experiences. And, you know, I've always been taught, you know, you can't always, you know, cry about, you know, your concerns, but. You always have to, you know, look for the best in other things, hope for the best in other things, and look to the light that, you know, brings out the best in everything. And we always do our best to make sure we're doing that. And I guess in those uh, tumultuous times of my life, I had to really dig deep to keep seeing the best in things and hoping the best in other things. As uh, I've learned one way of living, 
and thought that was the only way that I could be and thought that was, you know, all there was. And, you know, I just didn't really understand exactly how um, I could be anything else when there was nothing else out there for me to know it was anything else. We didn't really watch TV. I mean, we had TV shows because we had uh, a TV, but cable wasn't always a, a, a staple, but it wasn't, you know, sad story, you know, I'm not trying to, but, you know, um, even so, our mom always made us go outside because when she came home and her stories were on, uh, guess who's going to be um, out of the room? we were <laughs> out of the living room and it's time for her stories and for the next so many hours we would be outside having fun doing our thing and um enjoying the outdoors and you know you weren't you weren't always allowed to be inside the house especially if you stay with the old school you weren't going to be inside the house i never knew about rupaul until i got you know so, well, I guess I might have seen her, but I didn't really get what was going on. Because I guess I was maybe oblivious. And no one really kind of commented, or if they did, I didn't um, catch it, or it didn't really matter to me. But um, I didn't know that there was anything other than um, what I was being raised to be. And so, um, coming up with, um, the millennial generation, you go to school and people learn other things than what you learn. And so you pick up on things and I learned what being gay was. I didn't know that that was, you know, a terminology until other people pointed it out. I didn't know what, um, you know, faggot was and, you know, these different, you know, malicious things that I would hear from occasion had baffled me because, you know, I just knew I had feelings. Well, yeah, I just knew I had feelings and I hadn't even gotten the opportunity to decipher them for myself that they were more intimate towards certain people at certain different points in my life. And out of the blue, someone um, was uh, telling me that having, well, even if I, I don't even know if I noticed it, but um, having those kind of feelings were bad. I wasn't raised to believe they were bad. I was just um, unaware that people were in that boat, in that mindset, that stigma. And at some point I began hating that, you know, perspective of, um, not even their perspective, but just, um, the people that were already kind of already in their skin, who were much more prominent back then when I was coming up in their skin, and it was very clear to people that that's what that is, and who knows, maybe those kids' moms had pointed it out, maybe those kids' dad, I have no idea, but those kids would always, would make fun of the people who were a bit more feminine or out of character to them, and I don't think it was quite fair, but, you know, we were growing up in a time where it's, you know, 
the whole, you know, acceptance was not at the pivotal point that we have in 2020. So I don't like to get too far into it because we all are pretty much aware of those particular times as, um, you know, you grew up. And I, I guess I kind of just stuck that stuff into a box and shoved it away. And I used to get made fun of because my voice was very high. I got made fun of because I listened to white people's music, as they would call it, because I wasn't listening to, you know, rap, R&B, hip-hop. I I was a complete Oreo, and <laughs> it was very, uh, um, out of character, and the only people I listened to back then were, like, Brandy, um, I did like Monica, I did, I didn't, um, but I got Brandy's album when I was at a very young age, and I was like, oh my god, I love her. Um, I had the experience in the, in the, the, um, great wisdom of my mom and my uncle and my aunt, who, uh, no, all those people who, you know, appreciated the old school, and I, as of course, as a young person, we all were like, boo, no one wants to listen to that, boo, you know, you get into that vibe of not wanting to pay attention to it, but as I got older, I was like, hey, I like how this feels, it's very warm, it's very nurturing, all these things, and, you know, I had to develop the taste for my own culture, because I was a bit more on the Oreo side, so... That didn't, um, well, that just made my boat a little bit more heavier than other people's. So I didn't really fit in. I was on the outside, on the outskirts. And not to mention, I didn't have the finest clothes in the world. But, you know, we were light people. Like, we just we just care about people just doing the, the good that we could do in the way that we could. But it was... Um, there that I started to uh, get made fun of because of my voice and I was like lo and behold I've got to do something I can't be you know made to be something that I'm not I don't want nobody trying to make me A, B, C, and D and even though I heard and I got the concept of what they were meaning when they were making fun of the the guys who were more feminine at those times and you know when they called them those things and eventually started picking up on the terminologies, I didn't want no one to make fun of me. I hid. I didn't know there were any other options. It was just uh, four people in, um, in my circle. And I had to be the oldest. I had to make sure I kept myself together so that no one would bother my brothers because if they thought I was weak, what would they do? But, you know, that's looking at it at a very... Um, a very analytical way I guess I just kind of knew intuitively like if I don't want to get beat up don't do this if I don't want to have these problems don't do this and eventually I created this person that existed because of fear and you know the resentment of other people that I didn't want to experience and I knew then that I had to make sure I was a lot better than them in that particular instance because I thought it was wrong. It was um, unculpable and I 
hated myself for years afterwards, but it was the way that I thought I had to be in order to survive. So when you create these personas in yourself, you end up making yourself out to be something that you're not really meant to be. And who knows, maybe some people get stuck with get get stuck with it and they stick with it and they just kinda live that life and it turns out, you know, I don't wanna say better or not, but you know, it turns out that they never had the opportunity to reflect and see that they didn't have to stay the way that they were. But not everyone got that opportunity. Not everyone else was in that boat. And I had to be the person to realize that all of my uh, anger issues, all of my uh, compression and just, you know, emotional instability contributed to me functioning in a way that I was never meant to function. And to other people, that might be, oh, you know, you just, you know, figure you were just ages. I had to learn for myself. And as you'll have to learn for you, what is and what isn't you, it's in the same boat. And I didn't want to get too far into my story of my journey because this is not all that I am. And it's just part of the tapestry that I've experienced and had to grow out of and come into where and who I am. And now I live my life as best I can as anyone else, as best I should. And my rude awakening was when I had um, got a job and there was this one person, this guy, I just could not live without. And I, I thought it was me being ignorant. And, you know, if you ever had to read any of the Bible, it can scare the living dickens out of you if you're on the opposite side of the fence. Hit, hit. Um, and I don't put people's religion down, so I'm, not, I'm only... For the people that know how that feels, they understand where that comes from. But um, you have to be very uh, capable of discerning, you know, what your values are and who you are. And I didn't have that yet. I, I just knew that I wanted to be a good person. I wanted to do good things. And I was always trying to care for other people. And I needed to care for myself. And... At some point, I had um, become very religious, spiritual, and thought that God would punish me for my being different and all these different things. And it, it just made me not admit to the circumstance I was living in. And I came to a point of realizing that I'm in a place I should not be. I don't know, I had a spiritual experience that just changed my entire life. It just opened my my, my heart. And that that blockage that was there, it was like like stone. It was like hard. Just I don't know how how people could live like that for, for the rest of their entire existence, but like someone took mud and just stopped you up right in the middle of your heart and you couldn't feel the glow that's supposed to be there. And God must have, I mean, 
the creator just took 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 the care and, and diligence that I I I never understood was um, possible and woke me up and the mud wall that was there crumbled and the hardness that was there began to just dis- dissipate and I started becoming more in tune with myself, more in line with who I was and more okay because I just, I had to let it go. Because, you know, when you when you go through your spiritual journey, when you go through your self-realization, you, in an epiphany sort of way, start to realize, hey, this is messed up. I need to uh, re- recoup. I need to revamp. I need to uh, trade in my shoes for a different set of shoes. I need to go back and walk where I once did and figure out what went wrong and travel where I once did to figure out where it went wrong and as I did I started to realize I was unwinding those things I put on myself I unwound those things that that bound me and tied me down and as much struggle as as it went through as I went through I was being more relieved and happy that I was able to free that that person that I knew was knew was there. It just would always go back underneath. And one day, as I was having a communication with the creator, I just you know the way I I do my my life. One day, I was just you know uh, urging from my heart, you know, some understanding and. Out of nowhere, it was like a blinding light, almost, if you will. Boom! And I was like, "Whoa!" I'm walking to go to work. I think it was, and I was like, "It was like my real self just shot up in front of me, just shot up in front of me." And I just knew it was me, and I was in denial because you don't want to stand out. You don't want to be in front of the crowd and be the ass of everyone's joke. You don't want to be the the person they point at, and you don't want to be the person that they look at and say, oh, who, no, uh, uh, da 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 And it was the first time I really saw me, and it quite honestly scared the living crap out of me. I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to feel. I knew I was not going to be caught being something I shouldn't, quote unquote, shouldn't be. And I was in denial even after, you know, yeah, I was in denial for a while. And when you release your real, um, when you release your restraint, or not even just that, I had to cut up with this. When you relieve yourself of the burden you once had and the block is gone. It's that same. What's it say? You can't put the genie back in the bottle. I could not put the genie back in the bottle. I could not put it back. I was trying my best to shove this bi back into her container. 
I was not gonna let her be. I did not want that to be for nothing in this world. I just, <laughs> I cried, I screamed, I beat myself. I was not gonna be the thing that I did not want to be made fun of. And I just couldn't let it be. I just couldn't let it be. I just couldn't let it be. And no more, no matter what I would try to do, I couldn't, I couldn't shy away from, I couldn't shut it out. I couldn't shy away from the radiance that came out, that came out to be vibrant and just who I was and who I am. And I had to learn to, I don't want to say cope, but get over that, that past, that fear, that denial of myself. The next thing I know, I find myself getting more comfortable, getting more confident and courageous, or it wasn't even just that, but getting more confident to get to the point where I could be able to say I'm courageous, but getting more confident to say, hey, this is me. I'm not going nowhere else. I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to believe anything else somebody else tells me. I'm not going to exist in any other kind of capacity. I am going to, I am me. I, this is, I'm going to claim it and I'm going to remain in it. And it took some years. It took some years. It took some, some tumultuous effort to accept and be in, in demand of everyone not just myself but everyone to see me and not to distinguish me as in like distinguish if I okay right and to distinguish I mean you can distinguish me if it's all for the better of who I truly was but not to distinguish me I didn't want to be extinguished or I said distinguish I'm sorry extinguish me <laughs> extinguish me um for who I am and I lost a lot of friends throughout the way lost a lot of people that didn't really care for it and I understand you know it's different and I I I got upset a few times but for the most part I said hey I'm not finna I'm not finna fight for my debate fight for me I had to give up those things that weren't for me and, and just say hey it is what it is this is who I am and you gotta love where you lay and and in the skin that I was I was currently traveling through, I just had to I don't know, I don't want to say love love it, but no no no, I don't want to say I didn't love it, but trying to interpret those different feelings I had now being where I am now is a little bit different. So it was a coming of age and a story in and of itself and as I'm sure you have your own stories, your own outlets and things you've had to experience, I will leave you right there. And then we'll get more into the things you have to do to conquer those fears, the things you have to say to yourself, the things you have to refute, refuse, release, relinquish, and don't worry I mean I'm not 
you're not giving up your life. You're giving up the the fallacy You're giving up the illusion that's been there for so many years, so many weeks, for days, I don't know, but for so many years, and you're giving yourself the best blessing, the opportunity to breathe, the opportunity to be and exist confidently as you are. There's no greater reward than to be you, to be yourself, and to be true to yourself. It's not to be afraid of being that. At one point, I was so bold, I would fight you. I would, I would, excuse me, I would beat your boop, boop, boop. If I, I would tell your story, and it would be on the next episode (laughs) so you have to stay stay tuned for that one so um, I will share that story with you because it was quite interesting for me and a lot of other people and I just I just I congratulate I think I just want to congratulate myself feel just so good about you know the confidence the 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 capacity to just say hey F it I'm just gonna be it I'm just gonna be me I'm just gonna do me I'm just gonna feel me like hey you can't tell me nothing you can't tell me nothing you hear me nothing I'm me and that's all I have to be that's all you have to be that's all you have to be If you get to breathe, like, breathe. Breathe the same. You you never breathe the same. And it's when you truly breathe for the first time that you can honestly tell people that you don't know what it means to fresh breath of air just to say I am because you are so I will get back to you on the next segment the next well not next segment will be harassment but the next episode and I will see you on the next couple minutes or so maybe an hour or two somewhere around there but I'll catch you with you guys on the next round bye